All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Well, we're back. We had a couple people uh, running show and tell for a few weeks. Thank you to Liz, JP, Noah, and Pedro, uh, who are amazing hosts, I'm sure. I'm just going to shift over here a little bit. Uh, it's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting live from the Adafruit headquarters in downtown Manhattan. Um, and for the next 25 minutes or so, we're going to check in with people from around the community, Adafruit folks, people building stuff, 3D printing, sewing, crafting, hacking, what have you. It's too hot outdoors, so stay inside and maybe make something cool to cool you off. We're going to kick it off with uh, Jeff from Jepler from Adafruit. <laughs> Sorry. Who's Jeff? Uh, Jepler? Um, hey, Jeff. You remember me? I used to work with you guys like back Hi. in April. Uh, yeah. I'm back now. Hello. You look totally and, different. <laughs> yeah. So I've been playing with QMK because recently they merged support for whoops for the RP2040 and they have a pull request to add the macro pad. So when you load this code on, you get a LCD, a volume cool. knob, and like a 10 key keypad. So that's oh, really me. cool. And we're keeping kind of an eye on that to uh see what else we can do with RP2040 and QMK, thanks to the efforts of that cool community. Yes, it's cool. awesome. QMK is like the premier way that people make keyboards. It uses like, I think, Embed or like FreeRTOS or something. It's like very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and they've got a lot of great documentation, but I think what we can do is stuff focused on the new RP2040 and KB2040 that's going to really show how to use our stuff um, yeah. with QMK, which is going to be cool. Jeff, could you drop a link mm -hmm. in the Discord chat for folks to uh, find where that is if they want to try it out? Because a lot yeah, of sure. macro pads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will drop a couple links in the Discord and say a little bit more. OK, cool. Thanks right. so much, Jeff. All right, All right next up See is going to be JP because he has to bounce early. Not to be confused with Jay Epler. Hey, thank you for the Sorry. quick. Uh, I just hey. asked that if I could go soon. Uh, yes. Got an appointment. All right, so what is this? What's going on? Uh, so I've been doing a bunch of tape projects, real tape projects previously, now digital tape projects. Uh, this one was inspired by a couple of things, one of them being my super awesome uh, Sony field recorder. This thing is a brick. This is what reporters and uh, documentarians and filmmakers used before digital uh, a lot of the time. So this is non-working. I have, I have work to do ahead of me to get this thing working, but it's a, it's a gorgeous piece of design and built like a tank. Uh, so I wanted to sort of make a nod to that design and create this funky uh, virtual tape drone. So I'm going to actually turn off my noise in the background here. I want you to hear this well. Uh, what I have right now are just two of these are working, but these allow me to turn on a, uh, a droning loop. And then I can flip the other one on. Oh, yeah. And since they're out of phase or out of tune slightly, we get some really nice little beating oscillations and things. So right now, these will just crash it if I try to try to use these other ones because I don't have anything loaded up for those. You, um, you were so ready to apply to like a master's in fine arts program. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just wants to hear funky waves beating off each other, right? I'll get a yeah. whole art gallery for it. Uh, so this will eventually have some uh, visualizations with tape and uh, other information about levels. This right now sets the level of the first uh, drone. I have a little rotary encoder here. Uh, I can't open it up fully, but this is uh, something I put together pretty quickly today, the design. Uh, and the thing I think I'm most excited about is I've been hanging on to this piece of mesh since I replaced the seat of an Aeron chair a while ago. And I finally found oh, a good- Oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so I wanted that's to put- 
piece of fabric in front of the speaker and and that was the perfect one. I could probably sit on that if I really see Yeah. Cool. That's a good idea. You know, there's probably lots of uh, little odds and ends of fabric or weird things that you can use. And as long yeah. as it's mesh, it can make a good um, speaker cover. Right. That's not just, that's not just boring. That's yeah, a good idea. And it's why you should never clean your workshop and just always hoard stuff because I, I was able yeah. to go and grab that. I knew exactly where it was. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I agree. I, don't, I think never throw anything out. Get rid of stuff because I needed that piece of, needed it. Piece of fabric. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm working on. And then I've got a, a slightly different project that's going to be related coming up. And this one's actually going to get uh, reimagined for some other hardware. This is using some hardware that's either unavailable anymore or we have some cooler stuff coming out. So uh, keep an eye on this one. I might show it a little bit more tomorrow on my show, but this one will be coming back around in a few weeks when we get some exciting new hardware. Oh, there we go. I, I made it reboot. Let's see. The cute little reboot. Right. And uh, tomorrow is JP's workshop. So folks can tune in. Come on by, yeah. Uh, Four o'clock Eastern time, one o'clock Pacific time. Okay. All right. Thank, All right. You, thank you so much, JP. Thanks, everyone. All right. Next up is Scott. Hey, Scott, Scott, what do you get going on? Hello. Um, so I've been working on the what I call the web workflow, and the idea is that Circuit Python, if it auto connects to Wi-Fi, will also present a web server, which allows you to do file stuff, which I think I showed a couple weeks ago. Um, but the other main piece of a workflow for CircuitPython is the serial side. So being able to see like your debug output and interact with it. So uh, what I've got here is a, a page that was a test page. It, I have some refining to do, but uh, a test page for uh, the serial connection that was served by the device that's here on my desk. And I should be able to type hello in here and hit send. And now Ooh. I get the prompt back. Um, so I got the regular header. So what it was waiting kind of like before the REPL. And so the H got um, snagged to do uh, to get into the REPL. So you can see here that the, ho the LO is here. And then this bit here is the status bar title stuff that we do. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to have to go into a bunch of clients of ours for the serial thing and, and make them ignore this. But um, uh, I think for this client, I may actually have it set the page title, so you'll you'll be able to get the status uh, in the in the tab bar, which would awesome. be awesome. Cool. Good. Um, yeah. So this is uh, serial over web sockets um, from Firefox, uh, both directions. Uh, okay. Which I just got. I I only got the sending the text working just now. So all right. Really where, excited about that. Where and when? Since this is CircuitPython eight alpha. Where yeah. and when could folks maybe poke at this one day in the future? So the file system stuff is already on uh, the main branch. So absolute newest builds will have it. Cool. Um, you have to sit, use the .env file to, to auto-connect your Wi-Fi and also set a password. Um, it's all password protected so that uh, people who think it's fun to mess with other people will have a little bit of a hard time. It's not yeah. like super secure or anything, but it is just like... You know, security is all about like raising the bar high enough that the people that you're worried about don't do it. Yeah. And so this is like raising the bar just one notch for for the the people that like to create. This is like a suitcase lock. So probably, probably <laughs> a good idea locks. not to poke a hole in your your firewall to expose this to the world. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, this is like it's it's a password that gets sent over 
you know, un unencrypted, that sort of thing. But yeah. um, so that's the file system stuff is in, ab in absolute newest. Um, and then this is coming, the serial stuff will be coming once I get it kind of where I'm, where I want it. Okay. Um, which would hopefully be by the end of the week, maybe. Right on. Um, and folks have been testing it. There are bugs. So uh, after I get this out for pull request, I'll be squashing some bugs. All right. Thanks so much, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Next, you. Uh, Brent. Brent, Brent, what you got going on? Hi. Um, so this past week, this is not my work. It's the work of Lauren, uh, who's on the Whippersnapper and the Adafruit.io team. So Adafruit.io, right, is our service for um, making IoT really easy. And Whippersnapper is our service for making it so easy that you don't even have to program. But um, people were having two issues. One, they couldn't find the web page for Whippersnapper. Someone I was talking to today said that. And then two, it wasn't really obvious how to get um, your board loaded with the firmware. So um, there's a blog post on uh, everything that we've done. There's a whole design refresh on Adafruit.io, but specifically you've changed a header around and there's a new workflow. So you can add a new device by clicking this button. And then we list all of the boards and there's 18 different boards Ooh. supported with Whippersnapper. Um, and Wait, you can can even... other people add board support for their own boards, or do you have to use Adafruit? You don't have to use Adafruit. Um, what? what? Boards that are not Adafruit, uh, not made by Adafruit, are compatible, just like CircuitPython. So, um, but everything here right now is Adafruit because um, that's what I can work on for now. But more than welcome, we have a guide and everything. And we have this new workflow, and you can click your board, and it'll show pictures of each step to download Whippersnapper, a gift to get into the bootloader, dragging and drop, generating a secrets file, uploading into your board and connecting to um, our service. So it's the easiest way to put your device on the internet and send data from your device. I have one here, it's on my desk. Um, it's been sending data to Adafruit.io and we even changed a lot of buttons around. Um, the LED button is totally changed um, we made it easier to add components to your board. And we also changed up a lot of other things available for better review in the blog post. Um, actions have been changed. You can start and stop them. There's a new page. It makes it super easy and simple to create actions. Um, flyouts have been removed. The site feels much faster and it's good. And we're just going to keep improving the surface. Okay. Looks awesome. I love right. the new uh, treatment, and it should be easier than ever. We're still in beta, but we're getting mm -hmm. toward the release candidate. Getting there. All right. Thanks so much, Brent. Okay, Liz, <laughs> what you got going on this week? Hello. Uh, so I'm working on what's going to be a food scale. Um, eventually, this container is going to be on top. I'm going to put cat food in it. Um, so this stand, you can see, has like little spots for the little nubs around the bottom of it. Um, but it's using an NAU um, 7298. I'm really bad at remembering numbers, but um, it's one of the stemmer boards in the shop. And so on here, I've got um, some buttons. They so use the panel mount buttons. Um, so you can choose if you want to show ounces or in grams. Um, there's also going to be, you can zero it on the fly or do the full calibration because you want to use like a known weight um, on top um, so that you can get an offset value so that you're actually getting the um, the ounces and grams when you're measuring with it. Um, and yeah, so this will be coming up 
uh, and then eventually it'll also be an IoT project, uh, so folks can like log how fast um, your pet's food goes down over time. Okay. Excellent. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you so much, Liz. And um, fun guides and more that you had uh, this week will be showing some of them. Cool. Thanks. All right. Okie dokie. Next up, Noam Pedro. What you got going on this hey, week? Hey, folks. Hey, so we got this uh, super cute companion robot that was shown in uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So this is like uh, young Princess Leia's little uh, companion robot. So we got two little right. servos in here to get the wings going up and down. It's powered by the Itzabitzi uh, RP2040. And we got uh, two little LEDs in there. We have a jewel and a single, uh, single PCB button uh, NeoPixels inside there. And everything's contained inside the bottom body. So there's three little mounts. And then on the bottom, because I don't know why they didn't, Hasbro didn't think of this, having it attached to your, like, your shoulder. Since like everybody at Disney has like these little shoulder mounts on there. Went ahead and yeah. took the Skyrider to get some hero shots. And oh my god, I didn't think people would recognize who it is. The security guard, all the cast members, everybody was crying around. Oh my god, where'd you get that oh, little so cool. So it was definitely cool and inspiring, right? To to tell like the kids who are saying, "Oh, where do you get that?" It's like, dude, you got to print your own. You got to make your own. Yeah, you got to build it. Exactly. So I think the one that Disney's releasing comes out like in August. So we definitely beat them to the punch for that. And um, so yeah, why wouldn't Disney? have a build-a-droid thing instead of build-a-bear at this point, right? Yeah, they, cool. they do, but you they can't do? build Boba yet. Yeah, they have like a whole It's thing. for the R2-D2 style. It's right? the R2-D2, the BB-8. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like, snappy. Cool, and right? and yeah. can you build a droid? Can you yeah. actually? Yeah. You can? You can build a droid. Yeah, yeah. They, they have all these cool like screws. It's and, like, really immersive. Tools. It's pretty oh, cool. Wow. But okay, never mind. You they can't have, like, build personality this thing. chips and stuff. Yeah, of course, they got to sell you on that. But yeah, it was really cool to... Everybody who came up to me, you know, asking was, of course, they were cosplayers or were into this yeah. sort of scenes. So we're able to, you know, force hockey to fruit, tell them where to go and get all the files and all that. But you don't have to use all of our parts. It definitely helps because that's what it's all designed for. But um, you can definitely update this, have like a CO2 sensor in there, like log, like, you know, temperature data or something like that. And like we were showing in the video, because of the mounts, you can just figure out what's magnetic and just let it chill there and act like a real life, you know, just reconnaissance robot. <laughs> Yeah. So it has some like little play features, like the um, the tail goes up and down. You can have it in stow mode, so you can you know travel with it. And one of the other things I had trouble doing was like figuring out how to get the wings to go. And I was gonna like attach it to these uh, little um, little tabs on there, but it works better just having gravity take care of it. And it's yeah. easier when you have kids because you can go over there grab it, and he's not gonna break it. So yeah. lots of cool um, features like that. And of course, it's all snapped together, so it's super easy to add whatever components you want in there. So guides live now. You can get all the files. It's all step files. You can edit it to your heart's content and scale it up, okay. upgrade it, whatever you want to all do. Right. Good work. And we'll be playing um, this video and uh, the one from last week, too. So people have a, a two for two speed ups and two 3D printing videos this week. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks so much. Thank you, Lola. <laughs> all right. Next up, we're going to go to John and then uh, Mark and then Naradoc. Hey, John. How's it going? Hey. What you got going on? Uh, so a while back, I was showing off my uh, keychain holder backup idea that I had. Um, That's neat. So I just, yeah, it just has a little Wi-Fi chip back here. And you, when you hang up your keys, you can hang them up and plug in your USB drive and back up over Wi-Fi. So I, I talked about that a, a while ago. Um, and I was showing it off on Twitter. And somebody's like, well, how do you, you know, safely remove it? Because there's no safety USB. 
move USB button or anything on it. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, that's a great question. I mean, it uses extended four file system on there, so there's some protection, but I should really make sure that, you know, when you're pulling your USB drive out, it's not corrupting your file system and entering your backups because that'd be a really, really horrible thing to do. So um, because I didn't want to just sit and unplug and plug this in like 500 times to make sure that I never corrupted the file system, because <laughs> that sounded really, really exciting and boring, <laughs> uh, I actually hacked apart a um, just a USB extension cable and uh, stuck a, a relay on the, oh, yeah. on the power lines. That's a good idea. On the, on the voltage lines, right? So uh, and then I have a little Wi-Fi chip on here. And uh, wrote a script so I can power cycle this this uh, this relay or turn the relay on and off, interrupt my uh, file transfer on the, the USB device, and see what happens. So, so I ran that uh, probably around 500 times, and every time it remounted that 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 USB drive, and no file system errors. So, so that Yay. was a fun project where I didn't have to do that all manually. So good work. <laughs> Just want to show all right. that off. That's a really good um, solution to a problem that you invented yourself. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Excellent. You made the cure and the disease and the disease and the cure. So good work on that. <laughs> right. Okay, thanks, thanks so much, John. All right, we're going to go to Mark and then we'll go to Neurodoc. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Pretty good. <laughs> haven't really done much with electronics last week. Just got new glasses that I thought I'd show off. That's right. Okay. But yeah, these things <laughs> have been a ton of fun to play with. Uh, I just managed to modify the 3D printed glasses that you guys have uh, to support this hardware as opposed to the LED matrix that I love so much. And yeah, now I can. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't blink, so there, it just looks like you're like really awake. There's a few different things that this looks like. Uh, it could be a Simpsons character. It could be, um, I think, the um, villain in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. There's a lot of things that this starts to look like. Yeah, I had a lot of people say it looked like the Minions. And minions, I didn't. That's, yeah. that's in the theaters, I think, this week. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Maybe you're sponsored by them. If not, you should be. Yeah, they, <laughs> I think they're technically sponsoring everything right now. Um, well, this is fantastic. And um, how could folks uh, remake this or build this if they wanted to? So... Right now on Twitter, there's a link uh, to my GitHub, which has all the code that's used in this. I haven't uploaded the glasses. I literally finished printing and soldering this 15 minutes before the show. Uh, so I do plan to write up something and post it online. And I'll cool. uh, make sure that everyone, if they want to copy it and do what they want. Yeah, yeah it's just Get it over to us. This is really cool. Uh, yeah. ex excellent work. This this will delight many uh, Zoom meetings for many people very soon. Yeah, I realized that today that I need to wear this for work. Very <laughs> soon. Yeah. All right. Okay. Outstanding. Okay. All right. Thanks, thanks so much, Mark. Thanks a lot. All right. Nerdog, how's it going? Plays Hello. out. Hello. What you got? Can you hear me well. Yes, we can hear you. Okay. So, um, so I've been doing some stuff related to installing libraries with a web workflow. Uh, so this is, uh, this is my fun house. It's not very happy. There's a module missing. So what we're going to do oh. is oh, we're going to load. Oh, Scott, we're just on here. You're, you're, you're on the bleeding edge, as they say. 
You're going to load the web workflow, yeah, and we're going to click auto install. And this downloads code.py, this finds all the modules, all the dependencies. Uh, you know, it lists them, it gives you the versions that are on yeah. the board, mm. and you can install them. So let's install bitmap font. And so it uploads uh, with Wi Fi to the board. And now the boot restarts, and there's another error. There's another right. module missing. So you know what? Let's install them all. Yeah. Yeah, just do it. This is like um, my iPhone. It's like there's yeah. a bunch of updates. <laughs> Every time I, reboot, this is like, my, update, this is like my Chrome browser that's just like hit update now. And while we're waiting for this, um, Special thanks to Neradoc, who is in the Adafruit forums, uh, helping out lots of folks. So uh, we do hug reports in our Adafruit notes, but I just want to say thank you for uh, Yay, you uh, for helping so many people on the forums. Good work, you got. You okay, got look at this; it's working. Yay. And there you go. You have all the all the libraries have been installed. Uh, you can also do like circup update. You know, it will find uh, the modules that are in your lib directory and offer to update them. Uh, if it's not, oh yeah, when the code is running, the web workflow doesn't work as well. Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, uh, we're, we're, we're making you know, progress on that. Dev build. Um, and in addition to that, I think I'm going to work also on uh, having an interface where you can select libraries directly and install them. Mm. So, or by so name, cool. you know. Yeah. You want my tag, wow. you click my tag. Yeah. Uh, this version currently uh, downloads them as a zip, so that's not what we want for the web workflow. But to start, yeah, that was a version that I made before the web workflow. So okay. yeah, looks that's, great. Uh, All right, that's circuit for the web workflow. This Yay. is really cool, and uh, how amazing are microcontrollers now that you can do stuff like this? Very mm -hmm. cool. All right, Naradak, well, thank you so much. And uh, thank you once again for all the help in the forums with uh, the, the folks getting their projects going. OK. All right. Thank you, everybody. We got to everybody. That's our show and tell. It's good to be back. Thank you, everyone. Special thanks to the team who was doing show and tell while uh, we were doing other stuff, including getting ready for Ask an Engineer. But this week, we did show and tell. Next week, we'll be doing show and tell. As well, thank you so much, everybody, for making this the best half an hour of our week every single week, whether we're watching it or chatting with you. We'll see everybody in just a few minutes. Ask an Engineer starts in about five minutes or so. Bye, everybody. Bye.